This is Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud. I can't believe it. This is week 51. I committed to 52 weeks of this Laughing Out Loud podcast, which started way back on March 1st, 2010, and here we are. Two episodes left, and I've hardly run out of entertainment industry fodder. First, I'd like to thank all of you who've tuned in nearly week after week to hear me ramble on about this godforsaken industry, my experiences in life and how it relates to the business, and how you've allowed me to throw down some of my favorite quotes and how you've stuck around to hear some of my favorite jokes. It's hard telling jokes week after week on a podcast because I do believe a huge amount of the delivery is what you see and hear in person. But because this is more or less like radio, for those of you who have laughed out loud, thanks again for using your imagination. For the last year or so, I've been told that I had to see the movie The Hangover. Oh my gosh, you'll laugh so hard, was all I kept hearing. I remember hearing similar comments about the 40-year-old virgin. And before that, it was Anchorman. And before that, it was American Pie. And before that... Well, long before that, it was Porky's Revenge. All comedies in their own rights, but I must say they clearly fall into the category of sick, twisted, perverted humor that Hollywood knows will always find an audience. Now, I have kids, and as an adult, I appreciate their appreciation for bathroom humor. But to know that the bottom line to so many business plans out there right now regarding raising money for a new film is the fact that sick humor sells. It's right up there with slasher films and TNA flicks. Dove Simmons teaches a three-day film school in Hollywood, and he always says the best premise for a screenplay, as far as a likely return on your investment is concerned, is to take eight pretty people up to a cabin and chop them up. You don't need big names. You don't really even need a story. Just pretty people and a guy with a knife and a mask and lots of blood. I taught a class last week on independent filmmaking up in San Francisco, and a woman there asked me, why do all these independent movies rely on violence and sex and sick humor to sell? I told her that while her favorite movie of the last few years may have been Bella, movies like American Pie or The Hangover attract audiences willing to shell out 10 bucks for the film, 6 bucks for parking, 30 bucks for dinner, and another 10 or 15 for popcorn, candy, and drinks once inside the theater. She said, well, that's just too bad. I didn't get a chance to ask her, but I'd venture to say she never saw Bella in the theater. I'd guess she saw it in the comfort of her own home, rented on DVD, where the filmmakers saw literally less than a few pennies for her viewing. I'm not a big fan of really sick humor, unless, of course, it's really sick. But what's truly perverse to me is the fan who wants to see more wholesome entertainment, more well-written stories and films that truly inspire, while at the same time, they wait for their potential Chariots of Fire or Rudy to become available for rental on DVD before they put their money where their mouths are. The movie industry is a business, and our vote counts, but if TNA, blood and guts, and really sick humor is what drives the masses into the theaters, don't expect things to change anytime soon. An old Georgia farmer once said, If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It wouldn't surprise me if his kid was a studio head somewhere. On the other hand, a good TNA flick or a really scary slasher movie or even some really sick humor has its time and place. Which reminds me of a joke. 
This guy, John, is talking with one of his best friends who tells him that it's been a really long time since he's had sex with his wife, Bertha. He explains that his wife, a very large woman, has this terrible boil, this infection right on her taint, and that it's incredibly painful for her. Well, John says he knows how he can help, and that night after they all have dinner together, John asks Bertha to take off all her clothes and to get down on all fours. Well, Bertha strips down and gets down on all fours, and John gets in behind her and grabs her fat butt cheeks and begins to spread them out, revealing the hair in between her legs. And as he gently blows the hairs apart, he sees this massive purple boil with this pink rim and this mossy white film over the top. And he can see the beads of sweat gathering around the outside of the infection. And as he begins to squeeze, the pus forces its way toward the center of the boil. And at this point, John moves his mouth over the infection and he bites down and bursts the pustulance into his mouth and begins sucking the infection out when all of a sudden Bertha lets out this little tiny fart and John backs up abruptly and says, Bertha, what are you trying to make me sick? That's my joke for this week. I'm Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud.